0: Then the Richard Ramirez, right? Right, and Ed Kemper. Ed Kemper and the Boston Slayer, which I don't even know much about.
1: BTK Killer is one of them.
0: Um, son of Sam.
1: John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy killed a lot of people.
0: But there's a then the a lot of a lot of the fucking uh, Jack the always said the Jack the Ripper. I'm not repeating yourself.
1: Right. Well, Jack the Ripper is like very like big part of it. what's up, history for fools. Butch Escobar here.
0: Felipe Esparza, eating chips, wearing, wearing my my uh, private investigator, um, Sherlock Holmes outfit. We're back, bro.
1: We're back, bro. Good to see you, bro. Good yeah, to good see to you. Yeah, good to see you, man.
0: Good to see you, man. History for Fools, what?
1: Yeah, uh, we had a good few good dates together already, man. Some some shows we did. Where were we? We did Albuquerque and we did San Jacinto.
0: San Jacinto, and you man. you sold
1: out both of them, bro. You sold out... Two big ass casino uh, theaters, so it was pretty awesome. We had man, an amazing time. time, man. We like a lot. You know what I liked about that trip was that we got to spend a lot of time on the road, as, driving. Like driving, I love being in cars versus being in planes. Even though planes are quicker, cars are so much more relaxing. We got our all devices. We could pull over. Even though it's so much quicker, but I do like. I loved that we got to drive everywhere this time.
0: That's Butch's next podcast, man. He's gonna put a camera in his car, call it the Hell Gig Podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: Old school style, yeah, man. Making the sandwiches. Eggs
1: are driving back in the day, but this was a little different because we had a nice. I think we had like it wasn't an Escalade. It was uh, it was a dope Suburban that we had. So,
0: you ever been on a road where somebody that never bought food just ate sandwiches?
1: Yeah, yeah. Me, no. Nah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, dude. Boiled eggs, hard boiled eggs was my thing.
0: You like taking hard-boiled eggs?
1: Yeah, I always buy, like, two or three of them and keep them in. And then when I get hungry, just eat those with some salt.
0: Guess what, bro? They make vegan hard-boiled eggs now. Do they really? And um, I forgot what real eggs taste like, I guess. But what they do is they replace the smell and the taste with egg, with um, black salt. I think it's called black salt.
1: Because uh, it's like a sulfuric smell. Oh,
0: my God, bro, like fart smell. Yeah. So I put a little... A so the, 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 I got the vegan little egg, bro, yeah. and I put the egg, the black salt on it to get the sulfur smell.
1: Right. Pepper,
0: a little valentina, and now I'll eat it like That's an oyster. That's really
1: good.
0: That's mm-hmm. really good. I shit, well, I shit you not. It was so delicious. I even made cut it all up, bro. I made me an egg salad sandwich. Ooh.
1: that sounds very nice. Yes,
0: man. I was eating it, but I had I, I ate it real good, bro. Not like Jeffrey Dahmer who never put spices <laughs> on his food. I mean, he was eating people raw, bro. Like, I'll eat a dick, but, man, put some salt and pepper in it, eh? <laughs> That's how you knew Jeffrey Dahmer was white, bro. He was he eating people. Anything he He was eating people without seasoning and shit. Yeah, he was just boiling that fuck is sm- That house my sm- horrible, eh?
1: I would have fried those.
0: That <laughs> house sm- that like sm- eh? <laughs> sm- shit, bro. You Did know, you... bro, to keep meat from decaying and smelling bad, you got to add salt to it, eh? Did
1: you watch the entire season of that show?
0: Bro, I got to the point when he, when he was a little boy that I said, this is too much.
1: It was the second episode, probably the same. It was the what really fucked with me though, because like I could smell the room through the TV. Oh yeah, and I couldn't deal, with, dude. Like I don't know if anybody's ever smelled death before. It's the worst fucking smell in the world.
0: There was a man who died the who died across the street from when when I had a my baby and mama in the housing projects. His name was Mister Hyde, and um, <laughs> he was a, he was a, he, had, he had a bunch of kids. He had a bunch of white kids. It was uh, Johnny Hyde and Brandy Hyde. All these, all these kids. But he, he was a good man. You know, he, he was one of those... Um, he was a white man living in the housing projects. Ex-veteran. Uh, real nice man. All his kids were blonde. All his kids joined gangs. One of them joined Bloods. One of them joined Primera Flats. And then Brandy. They all live in the Midwest now. Oklahoma, probably. And... Um,
1: crazy that they became gang members.
0: He had a hard his I again when his family moved out, he didn't want to go, he wanted to stay in LA. But this guy was very influential in the housing projects like like if you needed a job, you could go like go talk to Mr. Hyde. He would he would walk around and go he would um he would tell you like um Mr. Hyde, can you help me get a job? And Mr. Hyde will help you, bro, like he'll cuz he's white, bro. He look a very influential Irish man. You know, he will go to like, he'll go like to Sears. Hi, my name is Mr. Hyde, and I'm looking for a job for for a very good friend of mine. And they'll bring you in. You know, then now you you got a white guy bringing a Latino in to this job, and you will get hired, bro. So you're very nice like that. And he'll organize field trips, you know, like he'll try to get funds from the city. He'll go go to the city, bro, and go like this. Listen, man, you need to allocate at least $300 because I need to take these kids from the housing projects on field trips because um, everything is being filtered to all these neighborhoods. You know, they get to go to Magic Mountain. They get to go to camping. They get to go to the snow. They get to go to this, this. I just want a little $300 to, to get a couple of vans to take my kids to Venice Beach, you know, come back to take them to, you know, whatever, right? Right. Who was that guy. Okay. Who was that guy. I love
1: that dude. My mom was that, but she ran a youth center. It well, up being, being his, was, he, he,
0: his was he out was out of the nice pad, out of the pad, nice bro, out of the pad. That's dope. He always wore a suit, real nice man. And um, anyway, family left. Plus, he was a supposedly like, you find out later on, you know. Um, okay, Mister High is not a serial killer, by the way, but
1: <laughs> yeah, we're not working up to that yet. But
0: um, when um, when people were saying good things about him, <clears throat> when he passed, uh, on you know, on Facebook they relive. You're you, you, you as someone who's dead, good memories, people start writing good stuff about you. Yeah. So there's a Pico Aliso, Aliso Village page for the housing projects, yeah. and people who lived there from 1953, 1944, 1965, 78, 2000. Before they knocked them down, they leave comments, you know? So supposedly when, um, when one of the kids was a real young age, the daddies would tie that fool up, bro, to the bed and chain him up, bro, so he won't leave. Wow. But then again, I thought about that, bro. That happened to me too.
1: When your parents did that?
0: Yeah, cause I, I was I was a wanderer, bro. I used to roam around, bro. Like I used to follow my dad to work, bro. Like, like my dad was saying bye, and I'm saying bye, but I'm also like taking steps forward and following yeah. him to work. Then he turned his back, and I'm chasing him. And then one. Oh, da- I was like a
1: little kid.
0: But one day, bro, I lost him, and I couldn't find my way back home. So they started tying me up. Look what I got right next to the chickens. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's an effect on a kid.
1: It does. Totally.
0: Yeah, so I found out that he was tying the kid up like that and beating them all the time when they were little. Right. So now I know, you know, okay, that's why they're in gangs. Maybe that's why he had to change your heart. he decided to help people also. That does it. Yeah. You know, so God we so know him as a helpful man. I didn't know him as a mean dad. I mean, I saw him argue with his sons, Johnny, you know, when out there looking for them when they were all drugged out himself, looking for them. Have you seen my son Johnny? Right. And um, no, but I need a job. And uh, anyway, he he had a heart attack, oh. and he was there for three days rotting, bro. Stunk up the whole housing project. Oh
1: my god,
0: bro! They, they had to call the 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 meat people because he had he died, and there was like his, the blood was soaking through the bed and all that.
1: Oh yeah, all his stuff. Yeah, my uh, maggots, sis-
0: bro. Flies everywhere. Yeah,
1: yeah. My sister's. Um... It's more like
0: farts with death
1: my sister's ex-husband was a police officer is a police officer good dude Uh, one of the first calls he went on the first call he went on was a guy they reported that the guy hadn't come out of his apartment for a while and he was sitting on a uh, leather like a fake leather couch when he died with his hand in a bucket of chicken huge fat guy when they went to pull him off the couch uh his skin had ripped open and the insides had completely liquefied, and all of it just flushed out onto the floor everywhere. And so, and if you can imagine that, that awful, awful stench, trying to get the clock. Yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change my shirt right, real Go quick because is making me hot. All right. We're back. I had to switch a shirt out real quick. Uh, we're getting into the springtime now and so the sun's beating on the on the studio a little bit more and I had one of those club pro club shirts they borrowed from my son yeah and it was so hot dude way hot what are you doing over there you got hunger man
0: Well, that's sounds awkward.
1: We're good though. He's got wild. When I went to go get, change my ah, spirit.
0: just cracked my ankle. Okay, you know how it is, bro. <laughs> I just cracked my ankle. Yeah, but Mister Hyde, he was rotting, dude. He was rotting really bad. Like for like he,
1: three days, you said he could
0: <laughs> smell it, dude. Like people were like. Huh? They just, just started wondering where's that smell coming from because they know there's, there's so many factories in my house, my neighborhood,
1: houses and things. El,
0: because there's El Pato sauce, it's right next door. Okay. So you smell like burning pepper all the time, and you smell like there's a pickle factory. Right. So you can smell the fumes from the from the vinegar, I guess. Plus, man, people burn trash. I don't know why in the neighborhood, <clears throat> and um, so uh. he was rotting, bro, but. We're talking about serial killers, man, and so you you went through that whole book, Son of
1: Cain? Yeah, so I read Sons of Cain. I finished it actually last night. I wanted to try to get because when you recommended it to me, that was like at the beginning of last month. And I knew if I had read it why I started to actually read it and I was like, this is a really good book. I'll go through it pretty quickly. So I decided to read it just a couple weeks before we started, and then and then ended around now. I ended it last night. It's amazing, dude. This is one of the... Like, sometimes I'll read books for this podcast, and I'm not having the best time reading the books. So I'm just trying to collect the information. This book was a fucking really good read. And, in fact, it gave me such a different view of humanity altogether. Like it Peter really, Vronsky, it, right? It blew my mind. It blew my mind. Peter Vronsky? Yeah, Peter Vronsky. It's, it, it, like, really changed how I think about human behavior and how we... How we actually connect or disconnect, and you know, because one of his theories is right at the very start of the book is that all human beings are serial murderers.
0: All of them. They have the killer instinct. That now. it's
1: actually not about. It's it's not about. Uh, it's about un. It's not about making someone a serial killer. It was more about unmaking a serial killer, is what he had said, and and what he was saying is he was comparing us to the earlier man that we were was Homo Sapien. And at the time we had um, Neanderthals were the other, other um, type of human beings on yeah. the planet. And we completely violently wiped them off the face of the planet. Like there's only a few people in the world. And there was a lot
0: of inbreeding too between them.
1: Yeah, and there's only 13% of people who have Neanderthal blood in them and it's very rare.
0: So Homo sapiens and the Atherna, their, their breeding made us.
1: Right, and the killing the fucking sheer just killing of other who was more uh, one of
0: they one of them had only had wood weapons huh
1: that was Neanderthals. well we both at 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 the that was not the stone age yet we both at the beginning this is after the stone age so are you serious yeah, the stone but, age was
0: first I, oh stone age was first right stone age was first but what but both oh, first philip stone age or or wood stage
1: so then the Stone Age, so that, like, yeah, because they were the stone like, age, age. because they were making weapons out of the stones at this point, and so were we. But the difference is that we were refining our weapons. They kept the weapons the same because all they were using was to kill animals and make farms. The tools. Right. And they used them to fight with because they were trying to defend themselves. But we were actually making, and this is evident in the book, but he talks about this, is also evident in history books. We were making tools to kill. And, and, and when I'm reading this, I'm actually like, oh, that's why we're so fucking fascinated with weapons. That's why we love guns. That's why we we're such a warring culture, because like, like, if you go back to our early stages of what we were, we were we were killers. And so that's what he's saying is, is that because now we have like things like the coffee maker and the toilet and a home and air conditioning and heating and good parents, the more creature comforts we have, the less creature we become. And and so basically, what he's saying is like, you know, and I I kind of agree. Outside of people who are mentally dysfunctional, serial murders come from how they were brought up. And so I think that's that's what he was. It, it, it was really the because the book is the history of serial murders from the Stone Age to now, or something like that.
0: Yeah, man. Usually, like uh what I learned was that. Um the development age of a human being you know when when you're starting to learn and, learn and process stuff the ages of 3 4 and 5 are the critical critical moments you know in a in a human's life that whenever it gets disrupted you know whether it is from a from someone assaulting you or you are watching something so fucking graphic that you can never let it go ever again or being abused or being or being beat up or you know getting hit, get hit in the head a lot you know are the most important that that could really make a person change change behavior for the rest of his that life was the other thing. Is it was and his little, thinking, yeah. man. Because not to not to um bring up somebody who's make believe, but don't, don't, that's the same age where um they were being a shit out of the Joker at three, four, five.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Well, I mean, there's the whole program called First Five, and it's it's just to give you information.
0: I only know the first last five.
1: So there's a program for for. I don't know. I see it in the hood all the time. It's called First Five. And it's just to let you know that the first five years of your child's upbringing is the most crucial. Yeah, three,
0: four, five, right? Yeah. You start learning.
1: Yeah. And because that's when you are really, all of a sudden, everything turns on. When you're a baby, you're kind of like, I don't know what's happening. You don't really have a thought process because you're brand new to the world. Uh, But as you start to be able to collect images and have thoughts and gain a little bit of independence by walking around, you have you that's where you start to soak in the very beginning so if it's fucking violent and you're getting fucking fucked with or you're getting beat up or you're getting molested it's gonna set the tone for the rest of your life unless you get like serious therapy so have you ever like like when kids go through trauma at young ages they have to go through therapy
0: yeah because um when um when i read that richard ramirez book yeah um his, his, his 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 um he was he, he was like different from his family member he was he was the youngest one first of all and he was closer to his sisters because they you know there was not, like, not that many brothers and he was closer to his uncle who was a vietnam vet and his uncle exposed him to um to real graphic polaroids that he took from vietnam like like he was showing pictures of um a whole family you know like they're all tied up by a tree and then his, his son his uncle will graphically say i i I had sex with all these ladies, and everybody in his photo, and then like killed a man. Oh wow! And then he'll show the, all the fo- uh, he'll show the, all the photos to him, even the murderer ones. Right. And then he and then that that uncle was crazy, bro. He was a, he was a decorated Vietnam vet. He um he ended up killing his wife, or they say it was by accident. But again, Richard Ramirez saw it happen, I guess. And right. um. So there's that, you know, compiling in his head. And um, he also um, said he didn't see shit. And, but um, when it, when, it, when it took the uncle to 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 court, there was this law back in the days, you know, where they just let him go because, you know, he's a veteran and sure. you know, he's a hero of luck, crime of passion, oh, yeah. crime of passion, you know. Yeah. Actually, so that's he, legal in the uh, state te- of Wyoming. So he's from Texas. So he got away with and it. Texas, okay. So yeah, and he and then, when his uncle got hooked on heroin, he was teach. He got him on hooked on heroin too, and then um, he helped. He he tra- he hit, he taught him how to shoot a gun, the best way to kill somebody, um, how to break into a house. Oh wow!
1: So he like te- he like he's three, he's three te- four. Te- he's teaching of, him how to be a, a bad He's a child,
0: person. bro, learning all this shit. Holy
1: fuck! So that's the thing, man. And seeing
0: graphic photos that it introduced him to it, probably his first hooker, I guess. And
1: that's the thing is, like, we read that common thread throughout it. Like, I mean, the book constantly references um, true crime magazines, like. Um, <laughs> true Detective. The true like True Detective. And there's a couple other Philip, look
0: up a, de- I, a, a detective photo. And put it up there. In I, I
1: have a bunch of pictures that I'm going to send to Philip right now. And if you could put these up. These are the images almost on every... When I first... When we were reading the book... In, how
0: voluptuous are these women in these photos? Well,
1: it's not about how much voluptuous they are. But some they, are, them, they are. They're
0: they all they they showing big boobs and they're all tied up.
1: Some of them were. Some of them weren't. But the but the common thread... Because I thought maybe this guy was exaggerating about how often there was scenes of torture in the, at the at the cop front of the magazine. I just looked it up. Didn't do anything else. And you know you hit images and it shows blocks of all the pictures... There was maybe one or two Felipe, and even still had a woman in it that wasn't being tortured, maybe just being kidnapped. But most of them were cords wrapped around their cords. knives, fucking their boobs barely dropping out, and then this guy like grabbing a hand on the throat. All the titles
0: for the story were all misogynistic. Are like she's talked too much,
1: right? She's not. She's. (laughs) She she's talked she, too much. She's not going to talk again and,
0: or and I said she wanted to drive.
1: Right. Yeah. She wanted to be by herself tonight. She
0: wanted to vote.
1: She decided to <laughs> For She really he made her, her crazy.
0: Right. Oh, also yeah. also um when I learned about the book of Son of the King was that a lot of um they don't talk about it, but a lot of the World War 2 veterans when they, they they did a lot they saw they saw and they, they were part or witnessed a lot of violent crimes in in France.
1: Right. So what and
0: you, those people were doing so much violent crimes. You know, when you when you're doing when you doing like gung ho killing people, I've never been in a situation like that. But I, I know I, I but I but I know the adrenaline of winning money and losing money in a casino Right. where you just stop thinking about it and you don't, you don't give a fuck no more, then you're broke. Right. But they said that uh, most, a lot of these soldiers were, uh, who witnessed it, who, who who witnessed or participated in this, they're, they they were affected, bro, and they became like crazy killers too in America. No, 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 no,
1: I think what he was saying was is that they created crazy killers. That's what I'm saying. They, yeah, like because... It,
0: it, they came back home as crazy killers. They came
1: back home as crazy killers and they didn't know how to have affection for their kids. They didn't know how to treat their children. They didn't know... Um, they they just came back... Like when he, The way he explained it was perfect too, man. Because he was like... You got your soup? Okay. He's like... Um, he was like, you got to imagine, this isn't the Vietnam War. This isn't Korea. These aren't proxy wars where we're going to take down... A he government. said they were
0: raping a bunch of women in France, huh? Well,
1: hold on. This is where he started out, though, which actually blew my mind because I didn't think about this, was that he said... This is the only war that we fought in our near future where we were simply just trying to kill people. This wasn't about removing a government. This wasn't about anything else except dwindling down the numbers of our enemy. Killing us. So even though it was like a very righteous war, it was a, kill, huh? a killing war, a bloody war. A well, numbers war. Huh? And, and so these guys that witnessed things, yeah, it was a total as many Germans as you could kill till either they give up or disappear off the face of the I planet. I bet you
0: there was stuff being done over there that was so gruesome. Besides the violent uh, sexual crimes that they committed on French women and well, like every you know whatever they did over there, but I bet you like there was stuff crazy shit like. Well, do
1: you remember the uh, Japanese guy with the teeth that uh, he was they, trying to pull the teeth out of his head?
0: Yeah, man. But 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 there was like crazy shit like you know because you know I know it's like to fight an enemy, you know, or try to beat up an enemy, but. Imagine, man, like if they have phones back then, you know, they have phones during World War Two. No, we, yeah. we, we were watching photos of Nazis with American soldiers' penis in their mouth. Hey, eh? <laughs> do you remember? The, I'm pretty sure, bro. they yeah. these guys murder people and then peed on them, but then they showed they it. shit
1: on them. They peed on them. That was the thing. Is there's this one story about this soldier in World War Two who's trying to pick the teeth out of a out of a living enemy with with a k-bar knife. And then, and the time he slips, he stabs into the guy's head and the guy starts to move around. And then one of the other soldiers is like, just fucking kill this guy. And he goes, fuck that, I want to keep him alive. There's that story, but there's all these, and and they witness all this stuff. And then they come home and there's no like, oh, PTSD treatment or care for these guys. It's like, go back to work, do your fucking job, show love to your kids. And it's like that, so he kind of like...
0: That was the beginning, showing how those guys later on Read a lot of serial killers. Read
1: a lot of ser- that's because he refers to serial killers. First of all, in this book, have been around since the caveman days, like he said. But we're talking specifically about what they called, and I didn't never hear this term before. And it it blows my mind. But there was no the, name for serial killers the back then. The golden age of serial killing was the 80s or 70s, the 50s to the 2000s. Or the 90s. I think it was the 90s. And what he's saying is that between World War II veterans and Vietnam veterans and the extreme violence overseas and the extreme peace at home, fucked these, some of these kids up because of the way the parents came home. Because yeah. the, these dads came home, they were fucking literal murderers.
0: I don't want to talk about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my dad- I've seen things. So this is the thing is my dad is a Vietnam vet. And but I think he had a very healthy disposition because he didn't go in at eighteen; he went in at twenty-three. So um, when he went off to fight, he was a little more mature. So his mind was in the right place. But most of these guys that went off, especially in World War II, started out. Some of them in World War II started out 15, 16 years old, lying on their on their draft card, and and same with in Vietnam. Like where seventeen-year-olds were like lying on their draft card to get in. And World so, War II, right? Yeah, World War II for sure, bro. You had fifteen year olds in World War they II. They joined, huh? They just joined. And and again it was like a righteous fight, but it wasn't without death. It wasn't without dismemberment. It wasn't without rape. I mean, dude, I wrote these statistics down. This is World Down bro. Um
0: Statistics, people. Focus <laughs> on me, not the book. <laughs> Look over here. here, I'll stab one you Not guys. Not
1: here. It's something about, oh man, I should have marked it. But it's about the time, so like up until like 98, 1996, rape was outlawed in war according to the so we Up to when? Dude, 96.
0: So rape was okay during war.
1: Every soldier in America and any, so according to the Geneva Convention, which is what we fight wars over in this country, which is weird that we have a rule book for wars, but we do. Rape was completely legal during wartime. Like, if you were a soldier, you went overseas, you raped a bunch of chicks, you came back, the country heard about it, oh, well, nothing we could do. you could go
0: home be a pastor, nobody says nothing.
1: According to the United Nations, so that was just the Geneva Convention that outlawed it. But United Nations decided not to do anything about it until 2008. Are they crazy? So, like, rape was completely legal during wartime. And, and so what do you think is going on with these guys out there? You know, what do you think happening? You're you're killing constantly. And this isn't like even wars now um, where it's totally like where they're watching you. Oh, did you read that one part where they said, you know, when you come back from another country and they're like, do you have any meat, any food to declare? World War II soldiers were coming back and they were like, do you have any body parts to declare? Because guys were bringing home Japanese. Ears, ears Japanese skulls, skulls. The World War II uh, prize possession was a skull, uh, in, according to this book. Ears and dicks were in, like, Vietnam. So, I mean, like, dude, that's the thing is these are very So the So,
0: the Cong related dicks, huh?
1: Yeah, they would chop our dicks off and put them in our mouth and leave us for our, like, other troops to be fed. Yeah. yeah, it's heinous. War is heinous. What do you expect? Fucking death is everywhere. But that was what this book did for me was it made me realize, like, it's actually just – it's not even part of our culture – it's part of our being. This violence that we watch is part of our being.
0: That's crazy. You say that because the the, the um they they did talk about it a little bit on this, but not too much. They said that after when um uh, whenever uh, Rome was at peace, yeah. the people still had the fighting urge, bro, to, right. to know about violence, right? So that's when they started having those gladiator fights, yes, bro. Yes, That's exactly because because there was nothing else to enter to keep the the crowd from. Rebellion from you know from from fighting each other. Right. So just come watch this, and then and then like it became a spectacle, bro, to have a guy get eaten by a lion or fight a lion.
1: We are obsessed with it even and now, then, bro. We ch- still ch- watch Just ch- put in the parts
0: movies. about how the, how all those torture, all those torturing and and killing of people with a, with, a, with a with a a part of serial killing back then.
1: Yeah, the the like the um. And you're talking about like the 16th, 18th, and 19th. 18th, the torture machine. 17th, 18th, and 19th century. Um, the the European stuff, like the German and the French guy that would like, like cut people and then like, yeah, dude, that shit was crazy. Um, like the
0: guy, the Impaler, bro. He was like a serial killer.
1: Vlad, the Impaler was was who Dracula originally was. He was absolutely a serial killer.
0: Imagine bro getting killed like that with a stick through your colon.
1: And you're alive. Like he would set you on it. And yeah, it's not like you it's would your just, weight. You wouldn't go on it right away. You would slowly sink down on it and it would slowly pierce your body like throughout the day. Like it took some people were like on I read that some people in another book that some people were on the spit. It was called a spit for up to fucking like two days before they like. That's painful, huh? Bro, can you imagine? A fucking sharp thing coming out of your shoulder, sticking outside of your chin. Hey,
0: you pass it by there with your kids. Don't look, me Close
1: your eyes. Fuck, bro. That's the thing. Things were so much bloodier back then. I
0: read that the that's a, the treadmill was a torturing device at first.
1: It is, yeah. That's actually a t- They
0: will, They would line up at least five dudes, you know, and just have them walk on that treadmill all day. and Unless they, they get it stopped, they'll get a spike
1: comes out or it's something. That's nuts, dude. And
0: I would use it to work out, eh?
1: Have you seen the ones? I watched, I read a book a long time ago, so I know you a lot. You did? Of this. It's a pot that sits on top of your stomach, right? And, the, and then they put rats right here. And they you put got, the pot over your stomach. With the rats inside? The rats are inside. And they cover it up? And they, and they cover it with a pot. And then on top of the pot, they put hot embers. So the rats start they're trying to, to get out. They need to get out. And where do you think they're going
0: to go? Your belly button.
1: Your fucking belly button. And
0: huh? they do make it through?
1: Fuck yeah. They eat their way through you. And you slowly die from being disemboweled by, by tiny little rats.
0: But the rat dies too.
1: Uh, they. Uh I don't know if they die, but probably not.
0: They'll find a way out, huh?
1: They'll fucking eat right through the side of your stomach and come out.
0: There's they're they're some evil little motherfuckers, they huh? Are,
1: dude, rats are nasty to begin with. What begin. country did that? Uh That was Europe. It was like probably like. Well, that for enemies or
0: people that owe two cents. It was
1: throughout all of Europe that they would do that.
0: For torturing for crimes, huh?
1: Crimes. A lot of times it was crimes, but I mean that's the thing, man. Is like you had one guy telling I, you is,
0: that's 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 I don't want to die like that. I would just, you know, just hang me, bro, guillotine me, bro. But like, wow, dog.
1: What about by stretching? Have, did you read the stretching? Part? I saw that one. on Face it to death. That one's nasty. guy like owed sixty
0: dollars to somebody.
1: And they stretched him to death.
0: Yeah. I remember watching it as a little kid. Lisa
1: just laughed.
0: I remember watching that shit The kid going, the guy owed shah, 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 you know, whatever money it was right. in Russian language. And then he goes, the equivalent of $60. $60, this shit. I would have mailed him that money, bro. Keep <laughs> him alive.
1: He didn't know what he was bro, getting into. They put him in two
0: horses. Right. And they stretched him and they broke him in half. Yeah. Like paper, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it was that easy.
1: Well, they also had a machine back in the day where it would like it would have handcuffs on each each limb and then you lay on a rack. You lay on a rack and then and then a wheel turns and slowly it would pull you apart until your joints come out of your body, out of your knees, out of your ankles, and then your skin would your muscles first and then your skin. One, did you read about the wheel in the book? Do you remember reading about the wheel? Talk about the wheel. So the wheel rack was what the, the, the last... Like before like European countries started to become more civilized and outlaw death or have like quick deaths like the guillotine, Yeah. the last thing was, um, so they put you on a wheel. The most basic thing was to put you on this huge wagon wheel, break all your limbs, and then let you hang from the wheel um, like till you died. Or one other thing they would do is take the wheel, and I had to look this up because he didn't really go into detail. You take the wheel and then you tie you to the bottom of the wheel with your belly out, and then the wheel spins and there's a fire underneath. So every time the wheel spins, you gotta go through, and it's slow too, it's not fast, it, it turns with the water. Like every time, fire, fire. It's awful, dude. Damn. Yeah.
0: Talking about it is torture. <laughs> Have you heard about the Iron Manian?
1: Uh, That's the thing with the spikes, right?
0: Yeah, it's like the mummy. It's like a thing with yeah. where like King Tut, they put King Tut, but not King Tut. And they place you in and they close it, and it's all the spikes go in you. That kills you, right?
1: It's got to kill you right away, though, I think. Unless they have some type of device to slowly push them in.
0: No, then they just close, they shut it, bro, and they just leave you standing there, bro.
1: So what he defined um, a serial murder was, because that was the thing is that we also- You we we killed
0: more than two or three other, in the same
1: city? It, so we, first of all, we didn't know what the definition of a serial murder was up until like 20 years ago, 30 years ago. There was all kinds of names for it. Uh, you want to know the names? Yes, please. Pattern murder, compas- compulsive killer. I heard that
0: word pattern murder.
1: Multiple murders. Um, stranger on stranger violence, which was my favorite. multiple oh my God. Thing. Mass murderer. Let's
0: go, let's go back to the one stranger by stranger. Say that one again.
1: Stranger on stranger violence. Just,
0: just, the, just those three words makes me know that they didn't put no effort on finding that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he might have well just killed five <laughs> women from the inner city, man.
1: Yeah, that one's my favorite too, because it just sounds like very like nobody gives a.
0: It's fun. like he they. Like, they, they, they ignored that, bro. They wanted to catch people were stealing back then.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't give a fuck. Uh, Multi side, mass murder, which we've heard. Recreational killing, which is my fucking. Uh, recreational killing's like. Like that to me is like. There's recreational boating. There's recreational motorcycles. Recreational weed. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's recreational weed.
0: Who's going to legalize recreational murdering, bro? Yeah.
1: Thrill kill, compulsive murder.
0: I heard of thrill kill. But that usually happens when somebody kills somebody, like an affair. Right. But now they, <laughs> but, but now they have that with mass shooter. Uh, no, serial kill is a sexual act, right, Philip? Yeah.
1: Uh, lust murder and spree killing. Those were all the names that they had for serial murders. And they were all different classifications. So they couldn't put them in. So they, so they don't know exactly where it came from, but FBI did coin the term serial killer. And it was three or more people at different times, and they lowered it, I don't know when, down to two people at different times. So if I kill everybody like, at once, that's a spree killing or a mass murder. But like, if I kill someone today, then go out and kill someone tomorrow, now I'm a serial killer. So that's the definition, but serial killing's been happening for like a really, really long a real time. A really long
0: time, huh? Serial killers?
1: Yeah. Oh, but there were
0: serial killers during the civil area. Um, before the revolution
1: yes totally well i mean there's that one kid the first like uh our like kind of first recorded and youngest serial murder was a kid named uh jesse something and he only killed two people but he did a lot of torturing of like little kids so like
0: um there's a movie about a, a, a serial killer movie that came out in the 70s with al pacino I th- I don't know. I think um, Scorsese directed it, but I'm not sure. if it'll look it up. Don't know if I'm wrong. It's called Cruising. Ooh. Cruising, and there, it's like um, it's during like the disco era, and there's there's a serial killer going around killing um only gay men. And it shows how the po- how the police are very lack and um trying to find the killer because it's a he's killing. First of all, they don't even notice because Every time they find somebody dead, homosexual, he's almost actually wearing a dress, or, or you know, they catch him in a in one of those um, shady bars back then that they had in Manhattan, where a lot of men used to frequent. You know, because being gay back then was pretty much frowned bomb back then, man. I remember they opened up the first gay bar in Glendale, California. Motherfucker lost their fucking mind, bro. Oh, They're really? They're protesting, bro. Protesting. In LA. Wow! It was like Leonard, it was like Leonard Velasquez. saying, hey, mijo, who's gonna go there, eh? Who would go there? Who will go there, eh? Gay
1: people.
0: Gay oh, people, man. They have that money, you hell motherfucker. Hell, gay
1: people, dog.
0: So, um, in that movie, Cruising, the the serial killer is killing gays, right? Gay people. So nobody's nobody looking. For that, but then you know, there's a protest by a bunch of um, the gay community to find this guy. So now they got to go look for him, right? So they 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 they're looking for a a detective that go undercover in the gay community, bro. So they get Al Pacino, right? And the guy goes straight up, bro. Like he's like a little at fool. He goes, "Hey, um, why did you chose me? Because you look like a fag." That's why you wanna be Pacific.
1: Right. You're a little
0: like a cocksucker. Like that, right?
1: When was this made?
0: Cruising bro nineteen seventy. Oh, and wow. bro, there's a there's a fisting scene in that movie, bro.
1: Fuck yeah, there is, dude. There's a
0: there's a scene, bro, where there's a dude like, that little, like, I don't wanna style uh, a dude who's five I don't wanna reference a comedian that's a that's not a homosexual bro, but a dude that's five one, bro, five two and there there's like a there's dude like there's a dude like you bro patched up in leather bro he looks like you okay and, I, and a guy who looks like me too with a little beard and they were patched up with leather right and you see the guy put his leather fist into something jelly and you see that guy they're holding him back oh, and he no. and he
1: he's like yeah oh.
0: and and then they cut you was, you have to assume what happened after that.
1: Yeah, I totally. I love the movies for that. Thank
0: you. But no, it shows like nobody cares. First of all, right? And they and right away they're, they're they're pinning the the murder on a heterosexual. It's a Nazi. It's it's some it's somebody who doesn't like gays. It's a, but they're not saying gays the whole movie, bro. They're not saying gays the whole movie. They're saying the F word. Right. And um, <laughs> and it's so like. who? It's so much. Who's gonna care about the? Who cares? You know, a lot of of, who cares are thrown in, Why? in that movie, right?
1: These these f's are getting murdered.
0: But um, fucking Apochino's little dude he has a little leather jacket, bro, and and he has to go into all the gay bars looking for the dude. And he has to pretend to be gay, bro. It's a good fucking movie, bro. And we ended up. He ended up catching the killer, by the way.
1: Okay. But the guy, bro, for a a movie ahead of his time. Very ahead of its time,
0: and it shows like the, it shows where America was at the time, great. as far as being gay or lesbian.
1: Do you remember? So it's a up- very history,
0: uh, historical movie, man. It's you want to know about? Yeah. And you think people are pissed off right now, at um, Budweiser, Budweiser, Bud Light, transgender, and little kids that want to be? First of all, man, this is America, man. The 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 place where you could come be whatever you want to be. People are dying to come to America just to be where they want to be. So, man, if you wanna, if one day you wake up and you wanna be, if your name is Tom and you wanna be Tammy tomorrow, hey, man, that's your prerogative. You know, I'm not gonna let you stop you. And if the next day you wanna go back to Tom, Tim, Tom, or Tam, that's fine, man. I, you know, I, I, hey, man, it's, it's it's your choice. You know, if you feel that way, if you feel you were you were born that way, you know, I, I believe yeah. it. It's your life. I got your back. Good Let me it. know, man. If you want me to go into a bathroom, I'll be up outside protecting, making sure no one fucks with you. Nobody fucks with you, man. But, but nobody cares. like. It's, well, this movie. This movie shows the way they were treating gay people in the seventies, in which is nothing has changed.
1: But you remember the eighties, and it was still like it was like it was because it was new to us. I remember being in the eighties, and then it was like because San Francisco started. San Francisco was was increasingly getting gay since like the 70s or 60s, whenever that started happening. But by the 80s, it was like a new thing to where we lived, And it was like, I remember how people would react about it and how fucked up it was. Cause my parents were always like, Hey, we don't give a fuck about that shit. But people around us were like losing. I remember these two kids came out. This is 93 93. Two kids in our class like came out of the closet. People were throwing fucking rocks at them.
0: Chicos tacos, bro, El Paso. Somebody was make two guys were making out, and some a lady in the restaurant called the cops.
1: Really, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, but we progress over time. But I do remember that it was um, very looked down upon. That's what's funny to me now is how everybody is like, you know, acting, and it's like, you know, and we we progress over time and. but time where these people would just be slaughtered
0: slaughtered man and that's one thing i learned about that book man was that uh, when it came to um killing um homosexuals killing prostitutes um killing and then killing just and then another killing black women not black women who are prostitutes because prostitutes could be a, a all women all women who are prostitutes they die nobody cares also black women being murdered nobody cares um Immigrant women, Latina women, being murdered. Nobody really cares, you know. they were not really looking for these murders back then, you know. Right. Were, so there's a lot of stuff that we still don't know uh, that are being accounted for, right? Right. But um, but it's crazy, dude. But and then the uh, book uh, walked you,
1: away saying, "Was there's so many that we don't even know
0: exist." So nobody, especially in the eight, like you know like in the 1600s, like like right. fucking that that dude. Um, they say that the that the guy uh, Jack the Ripper that his his cuts were precise bro
1: like he was a doctor that's that's the theory too that he's a doctor that he was a Freemason because the doctors were Freemasons back then in a
0: movie I saw they would always find like grapes next to the the Johnny Depp one right
1: that's the Johnny Depp one because grapes were uh, expensive huh Yeah, they were only had by rich people
0: imagine bro like being the first person in America with an orange
1: you're Mexican (laughs) yeah yeah, I guess I don't know how how fruits are so different. But that but was the thing- just
0: saying the first person with an orange, you know, like it's expensive to have an orange in New York cuz everything is frozen. Oh, I get what you're but you are in New York with an orange, bro. Yeah. You know how, how how valuable that shit would be back then? Right. Cuz California they probably have orange all the time. Yeah, and and, and in and in the old time, days, yeah. they didn't have a name for the orange. Right. Because history for Fools, um the, the, the tangerine was named They named the tangerine, tangerine, before they named the orange, orange, because there was no color, because the color orange, or the name for orange, had not been invented yet. Really? So that's why tangerine is tangerine, because it it does come from the tangiers.
1: Oh, a little bit of history on History for Fools. How about that? A
0: little history for fools, so there was no name for an orange, because no one has called anything orange yet.
1: Right. Oh, so what did you call that color then in nature? Just a citrus. A citrus color or just a citrus. A citrus. Whoa, okay. And a lemon,
0: probably with a lemon already.
1: I wonder if that that grape thing is true.
0: Aren't you glad I told you that?
1: But didn't her breath smell like something else too? It was Ooh. like, um, are the women that were murdered, their breath smelled like absinthe. He was also saying that he was giving them absinthe, which was like, it makes you hallucinate. It's a liquor that makes you hallucinate. So I just I can't and I wish I remember. Oh no, wait! Johnny Depp's character also Drake absinthe. That was the thing. It was a. It was a really good movie. Um, but I, I, the book made the book did a really good job of disappointing you, in what the actual Jack the Ripper story is.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's just a theory, huh?
1: Yeah, it's just like four murders,
0: never caught, probably
1: never caught. And there's so many different theories. There's, there's, My
0: theory is that Jack the Ripper was the out-of-work um, writer, you know, like an artist okay. who had the means. And once he started working, he stopped killing people, and I think it was William Shakespeare.
1: <laughs> Are you, like, you think he might actually have been... I made that up right I don't now. think he existed at that time. I think it's like 100 it's years later. Somebody told me that he it's wrote like the 200 Bible. 200 years after he yeah. existed. But, I, yeah, I mean... Um, they also say that- Or oh, Jack Tripper, bro. Did you hear the theory that Jack the Ripper was H.H. H. Holmes, who was like- Sherlock Holmes? No, no, no. H.H. H. Holmes was like, uh, also a very mythical first, uh, uh, unjustly named the first serial murderer of America, was a guy named H.H. H. Holmes, and he had this hotel, that they supposedly had this hotel- that he had built for the World's Fair. And it had all these secret chambers where he would kidnap people and like murder children, them. Bro, yeah. That guy was only responsible for actually one murder. Hey, let me tell know. you, man.
0: That And that's when I stopped watching American Horror Story.
1: It's stupid. Because they
0: had a murder hotel episode. Did they really? They had a murder hotel. They had a murder <laughs> hotel, bro. Yeah. And everything you said right now was on point of everything they said on American Horror Story. Oh, really? Yeah, all true. That the guy had a torturing chamber at the hotel, all the best knives, yeah. and all the ro- but yeah, there But was... at this hotel, guess who was living there too now? Ooh. Richard, Richard Murray was there. And a lot of the, the Boston Slayer was living there at the time. Uh... So they brought everybody, all the serial killers who are dead, to live there now. And then, as spirits to kill people.
1: And then they like bring people in for them to kill. That's fucking stupid.
0: It's stupid, dude. It's like, lazy. stupid. Like you will be sitting there, bro, and the, and the ax murderer just show up and whack your ass.
1: That's fucking dumb.
0: What you, what you know about the Boston Slayer? Nothing?
1: I don't know anything about the Boston Slayer.
0: I you mean with Irish, here.
1: Eh? Um, <laughs> it's weird. Because that, uh, he'll hit,
0: hit people and go, top of the morning to you.
1: <laughs> he had a mullet. And he'd be like, get back in the car.
0: I know, but th- th- this right here, you know, they, you know, they made Nacho Libre about a, a Jack Black playing a, a a half Mexican, half Hungarian wrestler in Mexico. Nacho Libre. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That was he was supposed to be half Hungarian. Yeah, movie. if you look
0: at the photo when they show his mom and dad, his dad looks like a Hungarian guy, oh, and the mom looks like okay. a little Mexican lady. So, um. There's a woman in Mexico. What's the wrestler's name, Philip? Juana Barraza. Juana Barraza. Look her up if you have time. It's right here on the screen. That woman was uh, a, a female serial killer in Mexico. And what she did was this, bro. When she was a little kid. very recent. When she was a little kid, bro, she was sold to a man for a six-pack of beer.
1: That'll do it too. Yeah, you.
0: she was like a fourteen-year-old girl, bro. So the her, her husband, she had to go with her husband, bro. So he raped her, and they had babies, bro. They had babies, and um, he was like a hustler. So she learned how to hustle from him.
1: You want you want me to read her early life?
0: No, I, I got it. Okay. I know. I remember it. I know that she was sold for six dollars yeah. yep. and um, all that. But but the main thing was that um, she invest, She was a a, a brood of a woman. She ended up being a big woman, and she started wrestling. At night, with a wrestling mask, and um, she had this this hatred for old ladies because every old lady, every woman that like her mother sold her, her grandmother fucking treated her like shit. So this so this lady would get jobs taking care of old ladies and rob them and fucking murder them, and then at nighttime go wrestle.
1: Yeah, that's crazy, bro. well that- was child
0: childhood like? All bad, huh? Uh, Torture, huh? So, her.
1: after her mom sold her for beers. She, how
0: old was she, bro? Not little, um, right?
1: A rural northern Mexico. Braz's mother, Justin simply was an alcoholic who reportedly exchanged her for beers to a man who repeatedly raped her. Yes. In his care, by whom she became pregnant with her first son. She had four children in total.
0: All raped, huh?
1: Um. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but one of them died in a mugging. And, like, this lady's had a fucked-up life. She had a strong interest, Lucha Libre, for a Mexican mast. Um, it doesn't necessarily say how she was beaten. Um, it does say how she um, killed, though.
0: She would strangle them, huh?
1: Yeah, she would strangle them after getting their trust. So she would get people to like them, and then she would murder them. Crazy, huh? Oh, my God, dude.
0: She, how many did she kill? at like 20, huh?
1: Um let's see victim 16 plus 16 for sure No, we but they know think of. it was ab- they would think it was above or around 20 um that's that's a, that's the thing too that's crazy is, is like jack the ripper kills a total of four people and there's actually people that go to school just to learn about jack the ripper they're called Je- uh ripperologists and this lady kills fucking almost 20 people and we don't even know about her
0: yeah, bro, the winners write history.
1: You, I have, I found a website called Serial Killers by Number. I think this will blow your mind. Um, the most people a serial murderer has ever killed. Do you want to know the number one person?
0: He from Brazil, huh? Uh,
1: Ecuador, Venezuela, Colombia.
0: Yo, yeah, oh yeah,
1: I know that guy. Garvito? And
0: he's out of Garavito. prison. Garvito? Yeah. He's out of prison too, cause they don't. He's they don't, out of prison. They, they don't have life. You, you could, you could sentence somebody to forty. But you can't send them to life. And after they serve their, 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 their whatever, they get to get out. Do you know
1: how many people he killed? 300. 300. And they were mostly children.
0: Yeah, when I met a, I met a uh, when I, I, I did a woman who's Colombian. And then she was telling me, bro, like back in 2000, 1999, 2000, about a serial killer in, in Colombia that was killing
1: a bunch of people. He did 22 years and he gets out this year. He killed 300 kids, right? Child murder, torture, killer, and rapist known as La Bestia.
0: La Gar- Bestia. the Gar- beast.
1: La Bestia. Garavito confessed to killing 140 boys himself between 6 and 16 years old from October of 92 to 99 in Colombia and neighboring countries. He is suspected of murdering over 300 victims, mostly street children. Garavito was originally sentenced to 1,853 <laughs> years in prison, but this... Later was reduced to 22 years after he led the police to the many of the bodies of his victims. He is scheduled to become eligible for parole in 2023, dude. What the fuck, Colombia? This is like home of Pablo Escobar. Like all this shit, dude. But they don't give a fuck about street kids there. I guess. They're the
0: serial killer similar to him, and he must have killed 20 or more. He was the serial killer um, during the. During the Soviet days in Russia, during the Iron Curtain, during like the 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 Red Skirt, during the Cold War. So it was not really um Are You talking
1: about the werewolf? The
0: uh, n- n- Nicolito or something.
1: Nikol Popkov?
0: Nicolito from Russia. Um, serial killer from Russia, Nikolito.
1: Has to be that one. How many did you say he killed? Like
0: Twenty or thirty kids and women, young women.
1: Uh there's Anatoly Onoprenko. I'm just going through the all the Russian ones on here. We don't even do. We don't even.
0: Um, Anatoly Panaprenko. What year was he? Um. During the Cold War, they caught him after the Cold War, bro. When the, when like, Russia, when Putin came in, or the Russian that came in after Gorbachev, he he started. Like, they, they started like sharing information. Cause he, when they when when this when Nicolito or whatever his name is from Russia, when he was killing people, they was... There were not like there were no there there was no FBI. Eighty nine to ninety six. What's his name?
1: Anatoly. Um, Anatoly what? I'll I'll read some of the Russian. What was his name? Anatoly. um, Where the fuck did I? Anatoly Onoprienko, known as the Beast of Ukraine, the Terminator, and Citizen O. Onoprienko was convicted of murders of nine people in eighty nine and forty three people in ninety five to ninety six, and he traveled throughout Europe illegally. Whether he killed during this time is unknown. He was sentenced to death and was later committed to imprisonment for life. He died from heart failure in twenty thirteen. Ain't
0: that guy the one I know? But he, he got shot in, in the back of the head, bro.
1: Okay, heart failure. Let me see this because it tells how they each died. This guy said he said around twenty, right? Yeah. So these are all we're still in thirties numbers, bro. Like, dude, they're, they're still like just a year.
0: He, he like he was in, like during like when um when Gorbachev was in office. What's his name, Philip? Nicolito, look it up. There was a movie about him on HBO called Citizen Kane. Look it up. Citizen Kane.
1: He might not even register on here. I'm getting down to 23. Uh, a, Mikhail Novoselov. There's
0: a guy. Wait anyway, There's a movie about him on HBO called Citizen Huh? Uh-huh. Andre Chicotole. That's the one I'm talking about. This guy what the, the reason they couldn't catch him because um there, there was only one cop, one cop looking for him, and he finally realized that there was a there was a, a trace of the same type of murderer, and Nicol and Nicolita was um he was a he was a um he was a party worker so he was, he was part of the oh
1: he was like a political guy he was a
0: party worker right and he worked like a machinist uh, he was a party member and um he would go home to his wife and kids like nothing bro like he would lurk little kids to the to the forest and like what what he's he's strangling them he's having sex with them and he did it to a lot of young girl older um young women young men and he just lured them to the forest like it's so creepy man like in a movie you could see him walk up to a young woman he goes are you alone are you hungry you want to eat and then they sh- Never show him killing nobody. Just show him walking to the forest, and him coming back, bro. They cannot catch this guy. This guy would plead, bro, plead to his um to the officers, the KGB or whoever they charge. Um, I need to share this information to the FBI in America, so they can help me. They have a, they have a, they have a, they, they could profile this guy, that could help me profile this killer oh yeah so i right. could know to look I at mean, him the fbi has a profile on serial killers now we do not have this and then that guy goes did you want did you want, know, did you want to know did you want to know did you want to let them know let the west know that our country is not under control
1: yeah they're very proud like do that. you want to
0: let, uh, let the west no, know that we're killing that we're killing our own people right so finally bro when that fool gets when um Whoever's in charge at the time is done. The new ad- administration came in, with Putin or whatever we have now. Right back then, no more red curtain, bro. All that shit's gone. Um, they fucking um, they caught that motherfucker, bro. They this fool put out. He he sent men and volunteers to all the train stations to look for a creepy old man.
1: Well, they and they caught that motherfucker. Right bro. the. um... The book talked about an algorithm that the FBI had had. I think this is what the guy's talking about. Yeah, but the Russia didn't have it though. They so didn't have it, but we'd not had it at for all. a long time. He
0: had nothing, bro. And it's
1: like an algorithm based off the approximation. Yeah, and all these things, and it's really—he said it's like really accurate. Like the, the way that FBI catches serial murders is very accurate. Also, the
0: the people in the little small towns where he where where this guy was killing people, were coming out and complaining, bro. Like showing pictures of a lot i or and the amount of missing people were was astounding, you know. They were like, Hey, I can't find my daughter, my little daughter. What so was the
1: guy's name again. Andre something.
0: Andre Chicotoli. Anyways, Chicotilo, hey check this out, Philip and Bush when that fool was on trial. Yeah. They they had that fool instead of a fucking cage hanging in a courtroom, bro. Because so many room. people wanted to fuck him up, bro, and people want to kill him. So when he was sentenced to he was sentenced to death at the end of the movie, they show him take his glasses off, and the guy puts a a a fucking uh, 357 magnum to his head and shoots him.
1: Right there in the courthouse. No,
0: after the courthouse. After the courthouse. He was murdered, right? Citizen next is the name of the movie.
1: Oh yeah. Look at this guy, dude. Holy shit.
0: He's a he's a
1: beast, bro. That guy. And um, he's not even,
0: he's not even, he's not even known. He killed more people than Richard Ramirez.
1: Fifty-two convicted. He killed 50, more people. It
0: was gruesome murders, bro. Dude,
1: fifty-two convicted for murders. Fifty-three he was tried for, but they believe, and he claims that he was more than fifty-six people. Wow, the butcher of Rostov, the four-strip killer, the Red Ripper, the Rostov Ripper. Holy smokes, bro! He was in the army he was married he had a he was a teacher, everything bro whoa,
0: he had a family
1: yeah this guy's a this guy's no joke, Wow, and then they ended up shooting him in the back,
0: yeah, shoot him in the head wow, yeah, but it it was like the movie it, it, the movie also the movie is um shot with no um with no soundtracks, so there's no f- funky music there's no like f- make you feel good moments. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no, mon, there's no montage in the movie, bro. So you feel the guy's agony and stress, trying to find this fucking uh, murderer, bro. And it's it's gruesome, bro. It's like it's hard to watch. It's very, it, it's not graphic, but it's, it's but it makes you. It, Do you it, remember the you, name you, of the movie? Yeah, Citizen X. Citizen X. Okay. On HBO. Definitely gonna watch that.
1: Wow, this is great.
0: The actor is a very known actor.
1: Yeah, that was the thing is they um uh they talked about how they profiled people, how they ended up profiling people. And there's so many cases where guys like this would lead women off. Do you read the one where the guy would he would go up to women that were looking for work at the like employment office. This that is sucks, like dude. this is like the 1600s and he would go to the, like the servant employment office. There's like this center where you sign up to be a servant and then people come in and hire you. And what he would do is he'd wait. He would walk around this area until he found a woman that said, "Yeah, I'm actually looking for work." And then he'd be like, "I'm the um, painter or the handyman for this family. Uh, come with me, and I'll get you a job. It's really good pay." Then he lures them into the forest, and then he tortures them, murders them, and kills them. And then he would go from city to city doing this. He wouldn't stay in the same place, and for like years. So they don't even know. Like it's like possible, like hundreds of people that he killed. Damn. It's nuts what That's these guys crazy. would get away with back then. History
0: for fools, serial killers episode. So that guy I know, bro, because when now serial killers is a subject that I would, I've always read about. You know when when I would go to when I would go to Barnes and Noble, we, you know I would go with Philip, bro. We just sit there and read books, huh? I would like we get some coffee, bro. He'll get a bunch of magazine books. We're not gonna buy.
1: Yeah, me and Bobby used to. Do and that. then we just
0: sit there, bro, streaming. And there was one. That I read, and I had, and I wish I about about it. It was called the Encyclopedia of um, Serial Killers, and there was one guy there. Have that, actually. There's one guy there that's a serial killer, and um, a lot of the horror movies that you watch on television, like Psycho, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Jason, they're all, they're all, uh, oh, and fucking uh, Sign of the Lamb. They're all based on this one guy. Yeah. Ed Gaines, right? Ed Gaines. Cause he's from a small town. He killed his brother, supposedly, right? Um, he would dress up like his mom, huh?
1: Yes, and he would. What he would do is he would, he would kill women, and then he would, um, he would skin them, and then he would preserve their skin, and so they found faces. They found different women that were missing around the the area. They just found their faces and their bodies, and he would make suits out of their bodies, put them on, put on their fucking face and walk around and pretend he was his mother because he missed his mom so much. His mom was everything to him. Do,
0: do him and his mom have sex?
1: I'm going to assume that. He never admitted huh? They don't say it in the in the book, and they don't really talk about it on the documentaries. I watched a bunch of Ed Gaines stuff yesterday because this guy was like, did you say Texas Chainsaw Massacre as yes. well? Yeah. This guy was um, what your worst nightmare was. It wasn't like... There, there's lore about all these serial murders, and a lot of them just kill. They torture and stuff. This guy was making furniture. There's lampshades that they found with human skin on it.
0: I saw, uh, I saw an ottoman that he had. With, it had a bunch of nipples on it. They sold yes, on them. Yes, yes. He had a and, belt and, and, and the and the lampshade was made of scrotums.
1: Yes, yes. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, he made he he made these
0: boots out of a of a man's scrotum. Man, he, he didn't like wearing them too much in the rain because they were warm in the rain. They got tighter.
1: I knew that was coming. I knew that was...
0: <laughs> but, like, all that sort like, sign of the lamb, the guy <laughs> saw in a body together, they got it from that guy.
1: Yeah, that's what the whole point of, like, Buffalo Bill was. And- but you know
0: what his, one of his fixations was that he, he used to like to put needles inside his groin, like his scrotum. He found hella needles. Hella needles, bro. Like
1: hundreds of needles in his fucking scrotum.
0: How many? Hit a nipple he had belt, a nipple bro. Belt, yeah, it's just squirt milk everywhere.
1: Um, yeah, dude. Ed Gain or Gein, was, cause tomorrow we're gonna do our favorites or what? I don't know if you call them favorites or what. Next week, bro. So, I mean, yeah, next. Um, but like the um, Ed Gein was a close second for me because of how fucked up he was. The only thing was he actually didn't kill that many people. Um, cause a lot of what he was doing. Was stealing body parts from the the, the graves, huh? Yeah, he was a grave digger. So he was mostly stealing body parts from from places. He only had like committed three murders or something. Did you hey, tell he me took, how many murders he had? He
0: took his he he took his mother out out of the grave, bro, right? And it, he dressed her up, right for So that's that's the psycho part about him. He when his mom died, he took her out of the out of the thing and he put her back in the house.
1: That's crazy. He really took his mother's death really bad. The crazy part is he was trying to date two murders. Seven suspected. Nine corpses mutilated. Nine. So he mutilated. This guy was digging up fucking dead people and making furniture out of them and then wearing like <sighs> like imagine and that was the thing is that I think Imagine you wake up to this fucking person walking around in dead skin with a dead skin face mask. That's way more terrifying than anything. That's scarier than any fucking scary movie. I'm sorry. The, just the whole place that they would, the description of what they saw and, and the cops saw was disgusting.
0: It makes it, 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 It's sad, you know, to think about everything he did like that chair or that belt full of nipples. You know when when you and then when you, when you think about when you lose a loved one, his memory will live on. Yeah, on a belt.
1: Oh my God, dude! Can you imagine that you don't even know that someday your nipples are gonna be on some homeboy's
0: belt? Your nipples could be a wristband, bro.
1: My nipples could be look at dude. My nipples could be fucking fire hydrants. Hell
0: yeah, bro, man. Your nipples could be a fucking um a nightcap. You know what? I saw this movie about Richard Ramirez, like a movie about him. It was based on the the, the actual events, the actual murders, the actual catching. And when they when they caught him, I don't know if this was true, or was part of Hollywood glory to have the actors say this line. But he said, when he caught when they caught, they have him handcuffed and he looks at the the guy that's playing Gil Carrillo in the movie, right. And he goes, I'm, I'm bigger than the hillside stranglers, huh? I brag him, bro. I like- brag,
1: that's what they want. Well, the, uh, um, going back to Not Ed Gain, the BTK killer. So the BTK killer would kill people every once in a great while. And at one point, someone decided to write a book about him. <laughs> they, they still hadn't caught him yet. And when he found out they were writing a book about him, he went out and killed again just so he could tell people, like, I'm still here. They didn't catch anybody. I'm that fucking guy. I'm the BTK killer.
0: I, I, I thought I thought they wrote something wrong about him, and he came out and said, that's me. I don't, don't have a small penis.
1: <laughs> no. No. I don't have just, a belly penis. Well, they thought they had arrested somebody. They thought they had busted the guy at one time, and the BTK killer came out again and he would submit evidence because he would collect trinkets from people.
0: That guy, bro, like he'll bring him to a home and tie up a guy and have him on all fours, and he'll put a a teacup on top of his body. Right. While he'll 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 rape and abuse the wife, and tell him if 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 I, if the cups fall off your back, I'm gonna kill this bitch. Jesus. So you gotta be like this and she's standing still with a teacup. And you gotta hear your uh loved one. This being is what assaulted. the B T K killer was yeah. doing
1: to people? So he'd like get a wife and a husband.
0: Or and, whoever's around, yeah.
1: And then put a teacup on the wife and be like No, if,
0: teacup on the man.
1: And then if he if he moves Oh wow. And then he eventually killed I'll both kill of them. Kill your wife. He
0: eventually killed both of them.
1: Well, uh I just looked up Ed Gaines um furniture that they confiscated. You want you want me to read some of it? Yeah, read it, bro. <laughs> Whole human bones and fragments, a wastebasket basket made of human skin, human skin covering several chairs, skull oh, skulls on his bedpost. Slow, we are so
0: fast, bro, slow down.
1: because oh, there's a lot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a corset made of female- What's
0: oh, so a uh, corset? That's the thing you tie up like this? Yeah. Made out of what?
1: Made out of um, uh, skin from shoulders to waist, leggings made from human leg skin mask made from skin of female heads.
0: See, bro, somebody would have saw him as a little. I bet when he made his first talking, they probably slapped him and said, "You, you stop being gay." So he got mad, bro. Probably. They could have worked for Chanel.
1: He had like he had, and then he had things like nine vulvas in one shoebox. And, and what? Nine vulvas. What's vulvas It's like part of a woman's vagina, I think. Oh. A young girl's dress and the vulvas of two females judged to have been about 15 years old. A belt made from female human nipples, four noses, a pair of lips on a window shade drawstring. A lampshade made from the skin of a human face. Can you imagine what it looked like when you turned that lamp on? Find that lampshade. Dude, fingernails and female fingers.
0: But these are all parts he took from dead people, right?
1: Those are all parts he took from dead people. Mostly, it's a nasty program. except for um which I didn't read because it just didn't um female skulls some of the tops sawn off the top of them you know skulls um, made from human skulls and then um Mary Hogan's face mask in a paper bag
0: his um his victims where did they find him In did, did, did he um that, his house that's funny that that type of serial killer they buried him did he bury him or I' yeah, oh, all over the house he
1: parted them all out and they were in different fragments of the house so like like check this one out it, it kind of threw me off uh, Mary Hogan's face mask in a paper bag but Mary H- Hogan's skull was found in a box so he had separated her face from her skull and that's the face he was walking around with like pretending he was his mom you know
0: um another, another serial killer I, I, I know about and a I, I, I lot about books I read the book and I saw the movies, and I was a child, bro. It was happened. I was like probably like eight years old. It was like the the Hillside Strangler. They they were they were living, They were from Silver Lake. Right. These guys. They were auto, the Hillside Strangler was an L.A. Yeah, they were. Thing. They were. Um. They were. They, they used to do um. They had a, the the main guy. Uh, it was Ted Bianchi and um, and the other guy name was um. It's Ted Bianchi and what else? <laughs> Yeah. Huh? Angelo Bruno Jr. Bro, he was the older one, huh? <coughs> Angelo Bruno, he his son went to school with um Armando Cocio. Oh, really? Yeah, 'cause they live They went to Marshall, and um, and Anto- Teddy Bianchi and Angelo Bruno Jr. Bro, they were like, they were nephew and uncle. They were nephew and uncle. Okay. And they live here in Silver Lake. Wow. And they used to always um. Share hookers together and party together, and um, he was an older uncle of him, but they were like, maybe he was thirty or forty, and he was a like young bro, and they would go out on Hollywood Boulevard, bro, brothers neighborhoods. Yeah. The one of the first victim they picked up was on Hollywood and Vine, and they killed her, bro. And that fool um, Teddy Biaki, or one one of them, he dumped a body in Glendale at his ex girlfriend's house. Oh, yeah, and um, like, that to, like. Like, to fuck with her. To fuck with her. So she woke up and she thought, their body. <laughs> when I interviewed. That um, Gil-
1: motherfucker is past the horse head.
0: When I interviewed Gil Carrillo on a podcast. <coughs> when I interviewed Gil Carrillo on a podcast, he said that that, that victim I was talking about, when he found. He, 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 he went to high school with that girl. Wow. Yeah. And he killed a lot of people. He he killed. One of the people that he murdered went to high school with uh, Phillip's mom. Whoa. Like, if you, if you ask Philip, if Philip go ask his mom tonight, he will come back tomorrow and tell her, the, yeah.
1: So there's a statistic. What? In, from the book about how many how many paths, because the guy points out at the beginning about, of the book. About Hillstrust Stranglers? No, he just talks about how many times it's possible for you personally to meet a fucking serial murder, and how greatly the possibilities are. And he points out all the people in history who had been seen on camera or TV hanging out with serial murderers. Like, there's a, uh, uh, like, was the President Carter danced with that lady who killed all those old people in her house? Um, Blondie, actually, you know the singer from Blondie? Yeah. She was, uh, she had to escape from a car with Ted Bundy. Um, but uh, the guy kind of broke down the statistics. One in 83 Americans is a legitimate psychopath. One in 83, that makes 3.8 million psychopaths. And I think it's like some, like, number of, like, Five percent of those are serial murders, which means that it's a very very possible scenario that you've come across a serial murder yourself.
0: Um, the way these guys were murdering people, bro. I'm. I'm. It's funny how many you you ran into a serial killer yourself. But these guys, were, these guys um, that guy had a Bruno. He had a a fucking upholstery business. That's how they called them. Cause they were leaving upholstery fabrics on the women. Oh. So when they traced it back to the upholstery, it was their from their fucking garage. Wow. So who, uh, everybody they had been dealing with, they they the everybody ran into, everybody knew that guy. Right. So everybody ran into a serial killer in that neighborhood. For
1: sure. So they
0: they would get a hook. They would they would uh, sodomize a hooker that they found in Hollywood and Vine, and then like the. The younger, the the smaller um, hillside strangler, which was the, Teddy Bianchi, he'll hold her feet, and the bigger guy Bruno will put like a, one of the wire, one of the hooks from the upholstery, and then smash her her neck shut and kill her right there. And then they would just dump the body all over all day like. Oh nothing.
1: my God, man! Wow.
0: So you know, guess how they got caught? Oh. What was um. Teddy Bianchi, the, the younger one, he moved, or Sam Bruno, I don't know his name, he moved to Seattle and the murder stopped. Because they, the only those guys only murdered when they were together. Oh. So they were like, yeah, no more murders. And the other guy didn't murder nobody in LA no more. But this guy did a sexual assault murder in Seattle. Okay. And he spilled the beans. And that's how they got him. And now he's a born again Christian. Oh, wow. With a wife.
1: Wait, he's not in prison. They're both in prison. Yeah. Okay, but he's married in prison. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, dude. Holy Bro, shit! Bro, I remember
0: as a kid, the news saying, "Take your ass home at, at ten o'clock. Don't go outside because there's a murder out there." Like warning everybody, get take your ass home. And we we used to go to Echo Park with my dad's best friend Francisco, but we call him Panchito. And he was married to a woman, and we would play lotería with them, right? And then the lady would say, "Apurate, vete tu casa, que no te gare el señor de las soteas." What does
1: that mean?
0: Hurry up and go home before you get caught by the hillside strangler. Oh, jokingly wow. though, yeah, yeah, because yeah. the hill Echo Park has hills, right. and all the area where where the murders were happening in the hills, right? Echo Park, hillside Glendale, strangler. Silver Lake. Oh, so yeah. I remember having a nightmare about by hill, hillside strangler. Wow! And my coach telling me, Felipe, run! The Hillside Strangler. Mm-hmm. History for fools.
1: And that's how they close in on the BTK killer. Hell yeah.
0: Before we go, I gotta mention that um, there's also a documentary on HBO based on the Grim Sleeper, the the serial killer in South Central. And at the end of the movie, on the credits, uh, Tiffany Haddish's name is, is on that documentary. I didn't even know. I guess she was a technical advisor, and I guess... She was a, a foster kid living in a in that neighborhood where the the murders were happening and the reason they never caught him for a long time was because he was killing a lot of black women and a lot of a lot of strawberries a lot of um prostitutes and um when he And he was a trash man, so he got rid of the body all the time.
1: Ah, uh, that's how he did it.
0: And he was all friendly with the cops all the time, like, uh, with the events, bro, cutting ribbons, donations, helping out. Right. So they, they never suspected him.
1: Shit. Uh, Instagram.
0: Felipe Esparza, my shows are here on the bottom. If you can see them, or go to FelipeWorld.com. But also, man, look out for me. I'm going to places I've never been to. Like I'm going to, I'm coming to Boston, I'm coming to um, (laughs) Connecticut, I'm coming to New York, and um, a lot of different states I never been to, man. Like Lubbock, I already went there. But we'll see you soon. I love you guys, man. History for fools. See
1: you guys next time.